to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox on Cam Glenn Radio. From the different flags of anti-Siaki Escape Freedom Ride No one, no 
Good evening and welcome to Rebellious Jukebox here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM with me, Derek McCutcheon, with you as usual on a Monday night from 8 through to 10. What's coming up on the show tonight? Well, I have Jacob Yates coming in to play live for us in the studio and get a chance to chat as well. And we kicked off with the fall there, so that's relative because I first stumbled across Uncle John and Whitelock uh, when they supported the fall uh, many, many years ago. Uh, Uncle John and Whitelock went on to become Jacob Yates and the Pellegate Lockpickers, and we will speak to, to Jacob about that. And a, a few new tunes to play, and we'll play a few classics as well, but Jacob Yates are, is, is going to play live for us in the studio as well, so we'll see what we'll get from the set there. And brand new from the Jesus and Mary chain, in fact, the, the fall there, that was Free Range, if you didn't know the title of the song there, but brand new from the Jesus and Mary chain from their new album. This is our second single, this is Chemical Animal. Thank you. 
That was Nightcaller there with Swarm and Nightcaller. They played in Glasgow last week as part of the first footing gigs at the Huggin Point, at the Huggin Pint, supporting some of our friends. Uh, it was Bunkhouse and Peter Cat were at the gig as well. And I believe they have a new EP out, and that may be from the new EP. Just let me double check what the EP is called. The EP is. You can tell I'm doing this online. The debut EP is Bedroom Thoughts, and that's out now. Here's for way back 20, uh, 2009, and we'll, we'll play a few other classics tonight as well. Here's Big Ned, and this is Bad Angel.
Camboy Radio, the 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, and your station. a rosy crucifixion there with Don't Water Dead Flowers. Saw them a few times back in the day and went down to Kalel to see them as well. And one of the support acts at Kalel, whom I saw a few times in Glasgow as well, were Black Jash. And this is something from them. This is Nameer Fun. No! 
No more fun, not for me. Me promising on Jolie. Watching the sun settle down. When we were younger, we would complain. Go find something to do. Mom said there was no. But now I don't see those cobbles and curbs. I don't hear the blues anymore. Show how love can be. 
That was English Teacher there, that was their new single, that was Albert Road. Off their new album, This Could Be Texas, and they have a tour to promote the album. They'll be out in May, and uh, I saw them recently at McCool's, but this time round, on the 18th of May, they'll be at King Tut's here in Glasgow. Here's a new single from Chalk, this is The Gate. That was Chalk from Belfast there with the gate. Now I'm pleased to welcome Jacob Yates to Cam Glen Radio. Welcome. Hello. Uh, thanks for doing this for us. We, we had a kind of false start before Christmas, didn't we? But, I know. Things uh, get in the way sometimes. Yeah. That Was that before the album launch as well? Uh, yeah, it was like the Monday before, yeah. Well, we can talk about the album launch <laughs> then because we've been there, done that. Yeah, we have, yeah. Yeah. 
No, thanks for doing this. Now, I first stumbled across Uncle John and Whitelock when they were supporting the fall oh, yeah. at the QMU. Remember that? I do remember that well, yeah. I do, because he didn't turn up for like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll there's get been, the support band back on again. Yeah, many different fall gigs have been Yeah. I had to look back, April 2005, would that be right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Triptych Festival probably, yeah. Yeah, nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when we're talking about Uncle John and Whitelaw, was the final gig at the King Tuts? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. I yeah. think I was at that one. but The last right, yeah, I came on stage in the coffin. Yeah. 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 And um, what else? The the through Ferry? Well, that was great as well. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a banging night. Yeah, it was full. Yeah. Um, on the sunk it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have been in there this weekend. <laughs> no, that was true. Yeah, we floating off down the Clyde. Eh? Now you're going to we kind of get a chat about your music, and obviously you just released the uh, the new album from Uncle, uh, not Uncle John White Lock, Jacob Yates, and the Pearlgate Lock Pickers, and we can chat about that as well. Mm-hmm. But do you fancy doing a song for us first? Yeah, I'll um, yeah, I'll do the first song I ever wrote. I think um, it's called Mark. Right. In a miniature castle near Dundee Black Matt Colin lived with me Well he started as a stranger then a friend And I liked living with him back then but on that night, on the night he showed me a mark Calling out my names in the dark On the night, on the night he showed me a mark Crying out my name in the dark My sister, she fell for you in school When you gave her that shiny jewel she loved that carried it close to her heart Hell, you ripped that out and broke it into parts And in the back of your car you left a mark And on the lovely long dress left a mark And in the hair, in the hair you left a mark And on the long white legs left a mark of the dark and my mum and dad gave me a mark and on the back of my knees they burned a mark and on the sole of my foot they burned a mark and on the back of my head they burned a mark and on the roof of my mouth they burned a mark Until I'm done And in your dreams, in your dreams I'm always there 
And in your every waking thought I'll be there And when you're lying in your bed I'll be there And when you're stone cold dead I'll be very much now you said that was the first one you ever wrote but I guess it's, it must be like still a favourite with you because you do perform it quite often don't you yeah it's not performed for a while I, I wrote that like when I was God, I'm sorry, about 90, 1990 hmm. so before Uncle John and White like, like 10 years before that I didn't write all the lyrics because I didn't live in the miniature castle until 96 <laughs> and that was a strange experience so it kind of um, it, the kind of tune was there but the lyrics weren't until we recorded Luck now, I mentioned that I came in to that sphere with Uncle John and Whitelock. What existed before then? Uh, just vast emptiness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was kind of one of those things where I always wanted to be in a band, but all my friends seemed to be really good musicians and I never had the confidence to think that I could do right. it, I suppose. And uh, lyrically, I felt underconfident. And so it, it just took a long time to come out. And that was a bit of a late starter, I guess. But your stuff is pretty strong, you know. I do not look back now and see how, how strong your lyrics are. And yeah, and I guess that was the thing. I kind of, you know, I'd written lyrics since I was, like, in my, you know, I was at high school and stuff, you know. Mm. I was in band at high school. But, again, there was no confidence there. It was just a, a laugh. But uh, I guess that, that distilling of lyrics was something that I was really keen on doing. And to sort of be able to stand by them, like, year after year and never go, oof. I mean, there's a few songs that I probably would go oof now, but no. uh, but less, less, you know, than I thought. <laughs> and, and we spoke off air that uh, what surprised me was that when you had, when I saw you do your solo performance, and we spoke about that, I think it was a Captain's Rest, and it was, yeah. a, it was a few years that's ago. That's the only other time I've ever done this by myself. And that's what surprised me, <laughs> it's you know. bloody terrifying, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good thing. If you've got a band, then you've got mates round about you. Yeah. And guess. as you might have noticed, I still have play less and less now and just do the singing yeah you know uh, of late that sort of seems to have happened more and more I think it's because the rest of the band just go we'll just make sure he doesn't play on it it'll be alright yeah <laughs> <laughs> but are you still the driving force for the whole thing uh, I mean largely yeah I mean I, I kind of you know a lot of my stuff uh, it's written at home uh, or it was more so it's less so now it's more I used to write on the guitar and lyrics everything came all together and then I take it to the band and then I suppose since kind of getting Josh and Chad in the band and uh, that kind of working relationship changed yeah and, uh, so things like I'll now just do things like write bass lines which I never used to do mm -hmm. and I'll just hum them on my phone when I'm out walking the dogs or whatever and, and then I'll just say to Josh what do you think of that and then he'll go oh, right okay and then we just sort of grow it from there so that's not the way it used to be, so it's changed yeah. quite a lot over time. Lyrics, is that your domain? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, between us, we kind of, like, have themes or things that we'll talk about, you know, mm. but uh, it, 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 usually yeah, it needs to have a hook in me to, for me to start writing a song yeah, about it. Yeah, to get you know? creative. Yeah. Mark, tell us about that one. Um, 
Well, I suppose it's a sort of a way of how you raise a demon, I suppose. That's kind of what the lyrics are about, about um, loosely autobiographical. Uh, it starts off in uh, a small house. I lived in this kind of miniature castle in Newport opposite mm-hmm. Dundee uh, and had a bit of a wild time there. And then it goes in to talk about my sister and this guy that she went out with at school and how he sort of smashed up our car. And then it goes on to talk about my parents, kind of how they raised me. And then, yeah, and then the end of times, yeah. Yeah, that lyrics. A bit mystical. Yeah. <laughs> What about doing another song for us? Then we'll, we'll get play a time yeah. of chat, but um, we'll make oh. sure we get the music as well. Yeah, um, we'll try Tigris. Yeah. Okay. I first swam in the Tigris when I was fifteen. My mother, my brother, my sister. And Struggle, no, I didn't strive. 
Was that on? So that was on there. There's nothing else. There's only one Uncle John Wilde. Yeah, there, of course there is. And before that, Tigris. Yeah. Um, so I thought they just kind of like lent into each other quite nicely. Yeah, and um, a couple of more things about Uncle John Wilde. Little DVD created a DVD. So I've got that yeah, somewhere in the house. In black and white. Yeah, that was a good show. It was weird. There was a, a medium came up to me at the end of that show and kind of sort of. Asked me if I was all right and put his hands on me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like thinking that it was some sort of you need, you needed saved. Yeah, that I needed some sort of saving. Yeah, I, and prob- I probably did actually. <laughs> and Uncle John and Whitelock, that was that. These were kind of described as horror punk, horror R and B. Was that when Doomwop this title? Yeah, Doom we kind of well, we just kind of like playing on with things. Everyone always sort of tries to put you in a pigeonhole, so we just thought we'd make our own. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, horror R and B, um, dead soul, those sort of things came up. And uh, I was curious as to the doom warp thing because I, 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 folk have asked me and I said doom warp and they look at me strangely. So yeah. there was something you created yourself. It wasn't like some review another, or something. Another like. one of those pigeonholes. So when we started uh, the Pearly Gate lock pickers, I kind of thought of another pigeonhole and that would be where it went. We did have a sort of do what number that we don't ever play, but it was kind of came from that. Yeah, I just thought doom warp kind of fitted it well. So Uncle John and Whitelock came to an end. You know how long was it before Jacob Yates and the Perligate Lock Pickers came along? I mean, I'd kind of had enough and stepped away, and then immediately I was kind of started to write songs, and I was like, oh, "It's happening again." Uh-huh. And um, so I, I kind of started putting it together maybe a year after or something like that, and, um, and I kind of just was—I just wanted a vehicle for my own lyrics and my own songs without any input really I was being a bit selfish I suppose um, and I just wanted to see where it took me uh, so it kind of did lead on from Uncle John and Whitelock there's a lot of similarities a lot of that kind of Americana blues uh, birthday party kind of angle, yeah. uh, went into lock um, but it's sort of that journey that I've been on has kind of grown you know every album you know every mm-hmm. album's very different I think you know Goths moved on the Hair, the Moon, the Drone stepped on again into folk and sort of heavier sound, heavier bass, more dubby kind of thing. And then Murder 24 7 uh, grew from that, really. You know, sort of felt like a natural progression to come straight through it, you know. And 
the, 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 the songwriting and are, are you thinking about tunes you know when you're saying but you're, you're getting ideas you've got to do something with them or is it lyrics how is it coming wow. to you um, lots of different ways I mean sometimes it'll be just lyrics um, sometimes it'll be tune and lyrics and sometimes it'll be hum bass lines or a little idea um, that comes together so sometimes you'll write a song and it's like automatic it just writes itself you know you're just like in that zone and it mm -hmm. just does it and it chords everything other times it takes a while and it takes the rest of the band to really pull it together like for instance on the hair the moon the drone a lot of that comes together in the studio so mm -hmm. you know um we've got ideas and sketches and i have some lyrics but not the whole thing and then it'll start to grow and also because you're pressured like you're going to do a vocal take and you're like oh yeah i need yeah. some vocals i need some lyrics so sometimes you just you know i'm scrabbling through sketchbooks and stuff and and finding things to do that and what be your attitude to music? Because, you know, you you, you kind of go off the radar, then all of a sudden there's a, there's an album, a lot of ideas, and, and you, you like your album launches as well, because a lot of a lot of work goes into them. Yeah. I mean, I guess from right from Uncle John and Whitelock, there's I've always been, like, there's always been a kind of performance element to the band. Hmm. Um, that's always been a strong part of it. Um, and then, you know, I think writing... I, I, it just, it's sort of the way it comes together... It just, it just when it feels right, it feels right. It's mm. a little odd, but it, it does feel right. So, um, yeah, I, the last the last album was just like more of a concept, yeah, than anything else. And then, yeah, it just sort of starts to grow arms and legs, and before you know it, you're doing it. Well, I was I was going to suggest that the draw of a, a bit of a concept. Yeah, you see that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like strong influences, and then some influences will be stronger than others at certain points when you go into studios or when you're thinking on what you want to hear. Mm. Like the last album was much more. I'd been listening to a lot of Funboy Three and Two Tone, and oh, I definitely like that kind of style, style of things. I'd been listening to a lot of like kind of early sort of trip pop stuff, and a lot of a lot of things influenced me, you know. Um, and and then even just imagery, you know, can really start to. Sort of and was that born out of lockdown? Uh, Murder 24-7 was, the, that, so that was just a TV programme, which is yeah. called Murder 24-7. So you can actually watch the TV programme and listen to the album, and it does talk about the same things that are yeah. happening on the TV programme. It's on iPlayer. <laughs> but I don't know if the BBC would be too happy about that. I just thought I could write a better, a better theme tune, you know, yeah. initially. <laughs> yeah, they're not very adventurous when they come to these well, things no, as well. It's, it's a bit of an odd one, because it's like really quite sort of you know, dark subject matter with a quite sort of bedroom dub reggae soundtrack. And I just thought that's really quite odd. Mm. So I thought we'd, we'd be a better fit. And you never get the, the theme for that Steve Coogan documentary. <laughs> either, did you? Well, despite the fact we'd already written a song about Jimmy Savile mm. and, uh, and care homes and, and all that kind of debauchery that went on with that, then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great song to play live. I love yeah. that song. Do you know what I came away from the album launch and I'd taken some video and stuff like that and I thought, God, if I put this up anywhere, I'll get banned. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of told you the idea of playing it on a BBC session, but uh, we thought we'd just get shut down straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would touch a nerve, wouldn't yeah, it? It would a wee bit, yeah. What about another tune for us then? Uh, yeah, I can remember one. Uh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, we'll go with Dundee.
Again, autobiographical again, is that one? <laughs> yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. It's a lovely town. I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, seriously. I do. You sing about it, <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it, to me it's the great jewel of the East. Mm. 
you know, it's the city of my birth, really, <laughs> in many ways. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the gigs. So, the hair, uh, the moon, the drone. I mean, that, that that's the, what they were one of my best gigs ever. You know, and there was a lot of work went into that. Yeah. Was that a hard one to put on? Not when you've got people like Paul who say, you know, just play the CCA and you can have like a grand piano and yeah. you can do whatever you like. And then you've got friends that work for National Theatre of Scotland that say, oh, you want some, do you want a snow machine? And yeah. you're like, yeah, let's have it all, whatever. Uh, and then we got a brilliant film as well behind us and uh, it all just, yeah, comes together. You know? it's, uh, people, I talk about the CCA and I think it's a great place for a gig. And people, I don't know if they think it's too clinical and that, but I went there and what a performance that was, you know. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's up there as, as a venue for me. You know, where else can you, you have snow? and? Yeah, you've got to, you've got, I mean, you've got to dress that room, haven't you? It's, it is pretty stale without yeah. it, I suppose. But, um, yeah, the the kind of trees we had on stage and the... The kind of yeah, falling snow and stuff was yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. And and the Goths album launch as well at Stereo was it was a cracking night. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Sort of yeah, lots of red and black and um, yeah, it was lovely too. Just to get those songs out again. And I, I got you ashy as well, but the Hag from St Andrews as well. I really, <laughs> right. I really enjoyed that. And I thought, <laughs> did you go with that? Yeah, that yeah. Was really the three people that were there. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. I mean, that's just these sort of offshoot things. I'd I'd booked the gig. And I'd said that we were just going to do a goth night. And uh, and I asked Josh, of course, Josh was like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll write some goth songs in 10 minutes. It's fine. Uh, so me, him and Tony got together and yeah, and the hag from St. Andrews kind of was born. And no, nothing more from that then that's been and gone, has it? Uh, no, no. I mean, it's, we will record something, I think. Yeah. Uh, it has to be done. There's too many. I mean, it's, when you think. Jacob Yates and the Pearly Gate Lockpickers is dark. That's like another yeah. depth of darkness. On that. Yeah, and then it was it was that curiosity. Is that Jacob there? Is it not? Because uh, you had that big like yeah, old screen. style yeah. parka thing as well. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, a big yeah. hood. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a film that's got a kind of scary kid or something like that. So it's got a parka. Well, uh, don't, don't look now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that, so yeah, that was that's good. I mean, we'll probably yeah, I'll probably dip into that. There's always little offshoot things I, I've got in my mind somewhere. Now, I know it takes some time to put an album together, so, you know, it was it was COVID times for Murder 24-7, I guess, that started. Have you started writing again, or are you? I'm always writing, um, and there's always kind of, yeah, ideas and stuff floating about. I mean, Chad lives in just outside of Stroud in England, so mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of difficult to get together and write with him. We kind of do a little online, and we keep on trying to do more technologically advanced ways of doing it, but I'm a Luddite when it comes to that, I'm afraid. So... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pull things together. I mean, I think we'll probably try and do something again this year, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you get a bit of a, a boost to your mojo when, when you do the, the release the album and the album launch and get out gigging? Does that yeah, get I mean, you motivated you, again? Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of you try and capitalise momentum, but it's kind of it's not the, it's not the same musical landscape as, um, as it used to be. So yeah. there isn't people saying, oh, well, we want to put you on. Either that or they just don't like us, which mm. is fair enough. Um, so, yeah, it's harder to get get gigs I think for for old men like me I think and you did the uh, Celtic Connections when would that have been yeah that was a few years back wasn't it maybe like four years ago. just after there the moon the drone was kind of recorded yeah. yeah we got offered to do that uh, that was nice that was like a little strip back thing that was quite cool and I suppose on there was a bit more folky stuff on the hair the moon the drone it lent itself to that um, so yeah it, it worked quite well my dad would have been proud he was a folk singer so he would have yeah. been like oh what 
Well, Celtic Connections, there's been a time when I wouldn't have looked twice at Celtic Connections, but, you know, it's very eclectic now what they do, and yeah. there's been a few cracking gigs there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do amazing stuff. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoy it a lot. Eros Hot Wax. Tell me how that came or Tell me about Eros Hot Wax. So when we'd kind of finished recording Murder 24-7, then a friend Stevie and the guys that run Eros Hot Pizza on mm-hmm. Victoria Road, best pizza ever, um, said oh, they wanted to put it out and I was like oh, don't don't put out vinyl it's just a waste of money but they're like no 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 we're gonna do it we're gonna do it so they sort of put together the label Stevie kind of like yeah got it all together and then um, yeah pressed it up and away it went and then there's other two releases coming on that label mm. later this year yeah. and it's nice to get a bit of vinyl but yeah. who, who suggested creating flags Oh, that's for goths. That, yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> Again, it's one of those things where you just go, oh, that'd be nice to have. And then you end up like following it on yeah. uh, and going to some flag makers somewhere near here, actually, Paul Medea, somewhere like that, I think it was. Um, some flag makers there, and I just gave them the artwork and they, they printed it up. Yeah. I've got a flag folded in yeah. my album sleeve. That's nice. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's sort of limited edition of those. Yeah, it's good. So, going forwards, is there anything in your sights? Uh, well, at the moment, it's um, so I think we've got Freak Ender at some point in September. Right. Um, we've been offered that, and hopefully, yeah, a bunch more gigs this year. So, um, that's the plan is just kind of do more gigs, play uh-huh. more gigs. Um, I'm kind of, yeah, time's short. I need to get more done. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mentioned uh, on social media about Ronan mm. uh, been out there playing with his as well and we'll be Ronan would he be helping out again yeah yeah I mean yeah so he was sort of brought in as a Chad standing because mm. Chad's new baby being born and not being able to make the album launch and then we kind of thought yeah let's just ask Ronan if he'd do it and he, he was like yeah totally fine and was brilliant of course so, yeah um, he's dark meaning moody as well so well, exactly, that's a bill yeah, <laughs> yeah so it helps uh, but I do feel that, yeah, it's a bit of a Marky Smith thing when you start looking around at your band members all kind of changing and getting younger. <laughs> and you're like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of getting older and older. Yeah. But we'll see what happens in the future. But yeah, he's in the band for good now. That's the way it goes. Now, you played two back-to-back, t- so have we got one more song to go then? Uh, yeah, I'll try. Um, yeah, I'll try. Try something, yeah. I'll, um, so maybe you're ready then. Keep it back, back, 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, thanks for <laughs> indulging me. This is this is one of my my wish list ticked off, you no, know. I, so I hope it was alright. It was a bit sketchy, but it was no, great. no, it was great. <laughs> and people should go out there and buy the album, and that that obviously helps you yeah, get back should. in the studio again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah they should. Uh, yeah. Clear the decks and get back and creating again. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Any concepts in mind? Well, I mean, there's always there's a, there's been a an album on the back burner called Cackles, which is about witches and ghosts so i don't know um, when that will come out but there's there's a lot written in lyrically uh, mm. for that so yeah lots of stories about ghosts and people being carried around on people's shoulders and whispering in their ears and mystical weird stuff yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> it's all very that, dark so. isn't it? it always is i mean it's a very dark dark place sometimes um, yeah i'm just reflecting what um what i'm what's out there <laughs> what about your socials then you know for people to keep an eye you're a whiz on that Instagram I couldn't keep up with you this week you know? um, I'm struggling to keep up with Instagram <laughs> that, that's something calling me a whiz on Instagram yeah, Jeez. Um, yeah so yeah the lockpickers one on Instagram um, and Jacob Yates or Jacob Lovett on, on Instagram uh, Facebook Jacob Yates and the affiliate lockpickers uh, yeah it's all there somewhere and Errol's Hot Wax as well on Instagram um, yeah. yeah and it's great to support you know like yeah, the people that are trying to support the musicians and getting yeah, stuff out I mean, there as you well. Do, you do an amazing job at that alone, and the amount of gigs you go to, and the amount, yeah. of, the amount of people you get in this room and stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah well, it's good, it's good fun, you know, and, and I'm an old re retired punk, I guess. Yeah, totally. That's kind of brought to so punk. Much. Um, so it's, it's nice to. And 
it's nice to see people creating as well, you know, yeah, as an old punk. It's funny, I go to the old punk gigs, you know, and I see the guys that have got an old leather jacket they bring out for the weekend and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Does it smell of patchouli? Or yeah, but it's, it's supporting, <laughs> it's supporting the people that are creating now, you know. Yeah. And there's an ethos, and you've probably, you know, like bands like yourself have came for that kind of ethos as well. Yeah. But loads of folks are making great stuff. And yeah, it's I mean, just, you can. That's a great thing, and this city is amazing for that. You can yeah. do it. You can just put yourself a band together and get a show. No matter what you do, yeah. But people, <laughs> need, people need the support. You know, you need the yeah. people to buy tickets. Yeah, you need, you know, if you create music, and especially if you do the kind of physical releases, you want people to buy it, and yeah. and that's helps the band. You've got to pay studio time and all sorts, you know. Yeah. And the, the, you know, there's no other money out there that there no. used to be. No, that's it. I've, I've never seen any of it anyway. It's always been off our own back, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's a crying shame. You know, there's there's so many really talented people out there that unless they've got some breaks somewhere, they'll never see the kind of yeah. proper light of day. Yeah. But, you know, don't give up. Yeah. Just keep going. Keep going. So I will be keeping an eye out for the gigs coming up, and it'll be great always yeah. to get more music down the line as yeah. well. We'll keep in touch, um, eh? we'll so keep in touch. Maybe get more of us in next time or something. Yeah, yeah. We have, you've got an idea of what we're set up as, you know, get, yeah. the, get the full band. I do like getting yeah. full bands in. But yeah. like, we'd fit, we'd fit it, we've fitted in a smaller space in this. Yeah. Yeah. Not the CCA, but <laughs> we can't get the grand piano <laughs> in. There. There's a window out there, but we could maybe sort some snow. Who knows? Yeah, we'll be yeah. I'll get some dandruff on the go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need hair first. Sorry, you're, are you having a go at me there? <laughs> right, no, thanks again, uh, Jake. That, no, that's great that you. you were able to do this. Um, no, I do enjoy chatting as well about the music. And uh, let's have something that's brand new that's just popped in today. This is Fram with Snow for Solitude.
Derek McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio.
the circuit to Spring Hall, Eastfield to Spittle, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. For the community.
That was Woman Said there with I Killed My Boy. And we've got a live version of that on the system because they came in here and did a live performance as well. And hopefully you caught Jacob Yates there doing his live performance, which is a cracker, uh, before that. Women said there we had injected moves with I Ain't No Cowboy. Now, this is brand new, just came across my desk, so to speak. This is brand new for Kim Gordon, and this is Bye Bye.
You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM.
That's a sneak peek for you there from the new album by X, which is released on the 1st of February. The album is called Forewarned is Forearmed. And that track there was See You on the Other Side. And I did mention to Jake from uh, Jacob Yates and the Pelagate Lockpickers. It would stick on something from Uncle John and White Locks. This is going back to 2005, and this is Palmer. On Cam Glen Radio. Watch my, my 60, go, go, far, far, go, 
new single there from Idols and that's on their new album that was Gift Horse. Here's from 2018 The Black Lagoons. I think they're based in New York but they did record this at Green Door. This is the night of the long knives.
You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox. On Cam Glen Radio. I am waiting on the bus. It says it's here but never comes. I can't feel my hands or feet Cause private public transport sucks And I am waiting on the bus Says it's here, never comes And I can't feel my hands or feet Cause private public transport sucks And I am waiting on the bus It says it's here but never comes And I can't feel my hands off Because private public transport sucks I am waiting on the bus It says it's here never comes I can't feel my hands off Because private public transport sucks I am waiting on the bus I am waiting on the bus I am waiting on the bus And I am waiting on the bus I'm still 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 waiting on the bus Transport sucks And I am waiting on the bus Says it's here, never comes I can't feel my hands and feet Cause private public transport sucks And I am waiting on the bus It says it's here but never comes And I can't feel my hands and feet Cause private public transport sucks That was Soapbox there with Public Private Transport and they popped into Gig Brother last week and had a chat with them. But that is their new single. Time for me to go. I'm going to close the show with Mother and the Addicts and watch the lines. And before that, here's the leather corridor from 2018. This is Human Being.